Lime, duh. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Woo. Oh, yeah. changing my lifestyle i'm four or five women every day of my life welcome to the comedians of wrestling podcast the podcast where comedians dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree i am your host the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling damn black aka dunsky Black Amora, a.k.a. Papa Oat Milk, the creatine dream, the king of content, baby. <laughs> a.k.a. the modern day goof and spoof. Haraja. Yeah, yeah. Seems like you're a little stupid, okay, but you're right. actually really stupid. So sometimes parents are not H. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's the last of the true hybrids. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, gabba, gay, gabba, 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 gabba. Girl, uh, she is a mock. <coughs> <coughs> With all of our spicy, spicy, movie, 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 on the end day, wrestling reaction. Woo! Oh my god. Woo! Wow. Wow. How's everybody doing? We are at the end of the Winter Wall Games extravagans. The last night we have been recording podcasts, live streaming for the past four nights in a row. If you joined us for all that, I thank you. And also consider... Since we are the kings of content, mm-hmm. well, I am the king of content. Correct. Uh, consider supporting the pod on patreon.com slash means of wrestling if you dig what we're doing. We are upping all of what we are doing. We are, our YouTube, follow our YouTube channel. We are now cutting these episodes into proper pod slash television shows over on uh, uh, the Dan Black Attack slash Comedians of Wrestling uh, YouTube channel. And also follow us on Instagram for clips uh, at COW Podcast and Twitter at COW Podcast. And follow me at Dan Black Attack. All right. Look, everybody. By the way, you know, we're never asking for handouts, by the way, with this stuff. Ever. Right? Go to patreon.com slash dressing. You get access to our bonus episodes. We did four episodes in a row this week. Did we mm-hmm. not? Too low? We did. Uh, that is correct. So uh, I got news for you. This Friday bonus episode still coming out. Yep. <laughs> you thought uh, we were going to take off the rest of the week? Absolutely nah. not. Absolutely. Nah. Someone you idolize. Head over to Patreon right takes now. You under their support wings. Support this podcast before someone lets us know that we are spending too much time on it. All right. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, guys. So, uh, yeah, so, we'll have an episode, uh, yeah, on, have Friday. episode on Friday. Um, and um, if. Uh, hmm? I'm getting the echo. Yeah. 
Hang on. <laughs> I'm getting an echo. Is that you? He muted himself. He's fixing it. Okay. Okay. And by the way, starting a new little thing here on the podcast. Hey, if you believe that I'm the king of content, and if you don't, then ignore this. I don't know. Venmo me a dollar. That <laughs> <laughs> me one dollar. Oh. If you believe that I'm the king, if you believe I'm the king of content over at Damn Black at Damn yeah. Black Attack, <laughs> I wrote this down a second before we recorded. Then yeah. me a dollar at yeah. Damn Black Attack. What's the big what, deal? Wasn't there a time I convinced everybody to send you fifty cents? Yeah, it wasn't enough. I, what was it at for? Damn though? Black Attack. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah, you got a whole bunch of uh, fifty cent donations to you. It's fine. If you, it's not. Listen, I'm not begging. If no. you don't believe I'm the king of content, don't Venmo me a dollar. Yeah. But if you believe in your hearts of hearts, which I know most of you, if not all of you, do believe I'm the king of content, just uh, at damn black attack, Venmo me a dollar. Thank no. me. Thank me. Anyway, uh, so we'll have our bonus episode still coming out on Friday. We'll focus on NXT and just everything in the world of wrestling. The Friday nights, we crack, uh, we, we swap out the LaCroix for uh, little White Claws, and who knows what's going to happen over there. Uh, last Friday night, I went on a tear about NXT. People were offended, and frankly, that's, you know, what happens sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, before we go on, I just want to... Uh, uh, I just want to say uh, thank you for everybody who tuned into our live stream oh, last yeah. night. We watched Impact live on the YouTube channel, and it was our first stream. I just want to say thank you guys for putting up with the technical difficulties mm-hmm. of the of that episode. We're working on all uh, on working it all out um, to make this all better for you guys. So there's going to be some growing pains. Uh, if we're messing up, all that means is that we are pushing this podcast to the next level. So mm-hmm. always know that. So I appreciate that. And then I also want to just briefly mention, um, especially because he's texting me right now for the Zoom link, uh, that uh, I just want to apologize for Sheb's. Uh, uh, a lot of people were message complaining about Sheb's, Jason Shabiro, uh, his behavior on the live stream last night. And I say that uh, I didn't enjoy it myself. I felt like he was out of control in, like, a bad way. We know he's kind of like, he's not, he's not, you know. To his benefit, he's not going through the he's not going through the easiest time right now. So is what it is. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So Shebs is texting me to get in the Zoom right now, and I'm not letting him in. <laughs> I'm not gonna. He's gonna give me so much shit. He's gonna text me so much shit. But I'm not letting uh, Shebs into the Zoom. But also, I apologize if he was like uh, messing with your high on impact. He's giving it a lot of shit, and he's giving Tula a lot of shit also. Oh, I, mean. I, uh, I actually read on the dirt sheets that um, this is his suspension from the podcast is just a cover for his steroid use. Do you care to comment? <laughs> he, I heard he got busted. I read that he got busted for, for juicing. And, and this Yo, is just kind of like. What... If Shebs is juicing, it's not showing. Anyway, <laughs> we, 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 got, we got too much wrestling to talk about to focus on this. But yeah. uh, anyway, I, uh, uh, man. All right. So we're coming off. We just watched. Uh, but oh, by the way, I didn't give him a proper introduction. But uh, he's here. He's a nasty, nasty boy, nasty Newmanhagen in the house. How about it? What Itch. up, my man? <laughs> and also, as is always, my first is this my first um, 
Is this like the bonus? Is this the actual? Is this the main oh, this theme? Is the main app this week for this okay, week. Good. It's a, it's a weird, it's a, it's you want to join us on Friday, bud? Nope. Come on, man. We'll talk NXT. <laughs> he doesn't want to. Maybe. Do. We'll see. Um, Your next stop, the Jabrones. Sorry. The soundboard just put you in the Jabrones on. Um, I, uh, I thought it was letting me know that I had arrived on the Friday episode. <laughs> oh, man. Oh man, I gotta say. Oh, good for you. Okay. Anyway, um, so, uh, 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 yeah, no, this is our first episode. That's actually this is AEW focused mainly, but it is our main episode. Our Monday episode. If you're like, I want to hear about main roster, check out. We talked about Raw and SmackDown on the episode that came out Monday. Don't worry, we're covering it all, daddies. But yeah, we, really uh, are. Yeah, we just came off uh, uh, a historic episode of AEW Dynamite. I just want to say this before we get into this episode. I thought this episode was fantastic. 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tulo saying 10 out of 10. Newman? Yeah, it was great. Great. Great episode. I think so. We're all in agreement that it was a great uh, two hours of wrestling television. I want to just say something like this. It's like, when was the. I want to put into perspective for you guys. These are huge men. When was the last time you guys saw a two hour episode of wrestling? That had that much content that you cared about. Uh, I, Is that I, I fair? Was, I, 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 so fair. Because I feel like we are so conditioned as wrestling fans, and uh, like even Shebs always says it, you know, but he could be negative, but he always says, like, all oh, wrestling's not good. And I, we all understand where that comes from. Is that like, you know, as a wrestler, sometimes wrestling, wrestling is such a, it's very hard to pull off wrestling. We always talk about this. It's a really, it can be really hit or miss. Like everything that I love, we always talk about this improv. It's like um, when it's at its worst, both improv and wrestling are mm-hmm. awful. Like you can't even understand why anyone like it. But those are two art forms when they're at their best. No one can touch it. And it's hard to describe what's so good about it. You can't even like it's one of those it's it's for you and you could be like all right you don't get it and honestly i feel bad for you for not getting it but i'm also not gonna waste my time trying to convert you to this greatness you know mm-hmm. um so but but when we watch pro wrestling the more interesting thing is that we are conditioned from these WWE product and i think this is a big byproduct of the three hour raw you know we're conditioned to understand three that only 20 percent of it is going to be even watchable right like or so, or something like that. I, I don't know. We can argue about the percentage. I don't know what it is, but you're like, the, I felt like AEW tonight showed you that you can make a show that has that that has all segments you care about by just investing in every story on the show. Like what? What's what on that show was just a throwaway match, like a throwaway segment. There, I'm sure there were some. So let's just like I guess maybe the FTR match. No, but that wasn't at all because that was their big. That was their return back from the last time they they wrestled. So I, I agree. I, I cared about it. I'm I'm yeah. I, I'm I'm struggling to think like uh, what was the throwaway uh, like? Um, there was nothing. Nothing. It had a killer main. It had like a like almost felt like had ABC storylines that you were into. Uh, D E and F too. I mean, the whole thing, you got Abaddon, you actually got a, a bunch of new women's segments, uh, uh, brawls backstage, establishing uh, partnerships. You had Abaddon like, looking like 
I mean, I I was yeah, recording I, I, live we're, on we're Twitch. Interested. Everyone's interested in that. I was recording right? live, uh, live on Twitch. I'll pull the clip. I'll send it to Phil. But I was, I got that react. I was so fucking scared. And it was actually cool because usually something like that happens. And we haven't seen it from Sheeta. But Sheeta comes out, smacks her with the, this is a mark dead end. Smacks her with the this is a mark dead like, end? Oh kendo stick God. over the head. I need she, a sound drop for the mark dead end. Undertaker is retired. The first time we've seen someone rise. Oh, you didn't know. What we thought was someone being dead. All right, Tulo, the let's stop you with the mark dead end. So, I by mean, the way, let's explain what a mark dead end is. Yeah, That's please. why Tulo's marking out so much that he's just saying how good it is that he has no point. And so he keeps marking out trying to look for a point, but it's a dead end. You just have yeah. to, and it's good. You called it out. It's, bro, you're a huge mark. You're going to mark, you have a mark dead end. It's a good Whatever. sign, though. It's a good old, that's like a, a, a dove after battle or something, you know? Um, Correct. But, yeah, but, sure. But, but, uh, peace. Yeah, the, the, dude. Let's like, break it down the big segments. We had, yes. we heard from Sting, right? Which we'll a get lot. into all the specifics of these segments. Yeah. We heard from Omega, right? Uh, we 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 saw. We heard from Shaq, which mattered a lot. So they were setting all that up. We had a killer main event that uh, threw it on the grill with some steaks, baby. Had a lot of stakes to it. The main event felt like they cared. They also created an environment. I don't know what they're doing at Full Sail, what kind of COVID rules they're breaking over there. Not Full Sail, at the Daily's place. What kind of rules they're breaking over there. But, like, they're making it sound like a full fucking house over there, you know? Yeah, definitely sound like a full house, for sure. <laughs> for sure, it sounded like there was about 20,000 people there, or at least 10,000 people there tonight. I have one major complaint. And the show, the show kicked off with the Young Bucks match, right? So, like, the, putting the, the tag titles on display, I don't know. I thought it was a, a really good Young really, Bucks match, too. Really excellent show. Well, they yeah. know because they know they're going to get some eyes. They know they have Shaq. So, they're like, these are the Young Bucks. Let's put the Young Bucks on display to kick off the show because they know people. And then put the Sting segment second. I thought that booking was great, you know? Uh, yeah. So, I loved it. Anyway, let's get into the specifics of all of it. One thing I was disappointed by, no Angelico uh, entrance. Oh my God! What the fuck? Like that was what actually a major disappointment. Fuck! <laughs> like what the fuck? When I saw him in the ring, when I saw them in the ring, I was like, "Fuck, man, that sucks." That's not that a way to cut. We don't cut time. But 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 Dan, we have Angelico next week versus somebody. I don't know. He's got a singles yeah. match against. Is it not Angelico? Angelico. It's Angelico. It is. Yeah. It's Angelico. Uh but I'm hoping we get a little redemption. We get a we get a full entrance next week, and I hope he. Tulo, turn your mic down a little bit. I hope he. Um, tiny, tiny bit. I hope he throws. I hope he throws it. You know, like throws something out to us. Maybe throws up a COW. Can you imagine if he comes out? Can you give me a little? Mark uh, dead end. Can you give mark me a little? Is he marked dead ending? No, this is not marked dead end. Give me a little uh, music. And Helico Dance. Oh, it's so up to CLW? Yeah, you think we can get him to do it? Uh, no, absolutely not. Not, not in a million <laughs> not years. It's a great no. character to plug our podcast too low. It's not breaking character. He's doing new, like it could, could make it into like a dance or head. something. <laughs> you, could sub, you could subtly maybe just give us the OW on like the I yeah. and the well, new I would thing. Say if there was a chance he was going to do it, the first thing we want to do is know him. That would help, right? At all. At he's, liking, he's, he's like the. The post of the weekend at Bernie stuff, man. He knows what's going on. He's seen it. 
All right. I mean, he's, he's like, all right, all right. I mean, listen, anything is possible. I always <laughs> believe that. Anything yeah. possible. You know what I mean? Possible. Um, well, I mean, if he's anything yet, like, if he's, if he's oh, anything yeah, like me, you know, yeah, everything that I like on social media, I dive fully into and I understand everything about it and I become fully engrossed and I become a fan of it. I'm definitely not just scrolling, liking bullshit that has, you know, interest to me. So I'm sure you're right, Tulo. I'm sure he knows who we are. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling um, you. Uh, absolutely. Pesapani, by the way, the first guy to Venmo me, um, <laughs> the first guy to Venmo me. That uh, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yo, but he Venmoed me 69 cents. Nice. Do, so Pesapani, does that mean you think I'm the king, uh, the smooth operator, by the way, behind the scenes, making his all work smoothly, uh, despite Tulo's antics. Um, uh, Phil, what does 69 cents mean? Am I the king of content or no? I mean, I think, I think, I think it's no worth more than a dollar. Operator. Wait, what are you saying? 69 cents is worth more than a dollar. Oh, okay. You're giving me a little, yeah, you know what? <laughs> All right, I'll take it. That's true. Because then I get to go, I get to look at it and go, oh, money. And then I also get to go, also. Nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you. That's a great point. Actually, everybody, Venmo be sixty nine cents. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck, fuck a dollar. The dollar. Fuck the dollar, man. Everybody, fuck a dollar. If you want, this is McDonald's coffee. This is McDonald's coffee over here. We sixty nine cents. <laughs> Absolutely. Any size. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so yeah, they didn't give us the inhaler joke entrance. Was it? Anyway, look, a lot to talk about. Let's jump right into Kenny Omega before. Two hours go by, and we're like, we didn't even talk about Kenny. Okay. So, Kenny Omega. I think that the Kenny Omega promo he cut on tonight on, on, on Dynamite and on TNA, they're basically, those were basically the same promos, right? Mm. And which makes sense because, well, him and Don Callis were making a lot of the same points because they had not as much eyes on a TNA. That makes sense because they were, like, getting their message out. So, I had no yeah. problem with that. This one um, felt different. I yeah, no, and it felt different because it was – in the hey, arena there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought I loved their – I personally dug the TNA segment more than I liked tonight. Um, both both were cool. Let's first comment on the outfit, guys. What did you think of uh, Kenny's outfit? He showed up in a chopper. Mm-hmm. Great. There's no downside to showing up in a chopper ever. Um, I like to show up in kind of like – I don't know. I don't know anything about helicopters, but I want to call that a Canadian chopper. <laughs> you know what I'm a whirly about? bird. Yeah, I think <laughs> they call them whirly birds. Yeah, that's up a there. whirly birdie. Yeah, there's like ones that look, oh, like look at a that whirly more bird. substantial. They look like a more substantial uh, uh, flying object, and yeah. then there's the ones that look like they're kind of built out of like um, the shell of a of one that's finished. You know I, mean? I mean, frankly, I'm a little surprised you don't know anything about helicopters. It's just lift versus force versus drag. Like, I don't, I don't see what oh, the big deal is. Oh, good for you. You were asking for that. You were asking for that. <laughs> um, but he showed up in, in – I'll, I'll, listen, I'm going to say this straight, but it's not really a neg- negative. He's not my favorite chopper. You know what I mean? Right. I don't think Flair would roll in that chopper. That's all I'm going to say, okay? Um <laughs> That being said, it's probably cool because Tony Khan probably owns that chopper. Which is yeah, cool. both of them. <laughs> um, Small adjustment I would make is instead of a chopper, he should pull up in a speedboat. Oh, yeah. Whoa, because they're on the water? I think there's – I mean, it's – right? There's got to be water somewhere. Yeah. What if he showed up like Waterworld style or like the, the, the show at uh, or in uh, Universal here? Riding what a if, Shamu. Can you, jump, can you jump into the <laughs> – 
You know, you're like full speed. They got, they're like, it's Kenny. He's, he's in a cigarette boat. He's Could a, you imagine? Could you he's, a sham he's approaching it way too fast. Him <laughs> coming up like a Sea World employee on like the nose of Shamu. Coming yeah. up out of the water. <laughs> Yo, I want Kenny to roll up on a killer whale, bro. He, yeah. he, he, riding it like. <laughs> Yo, somebody's got to take these entrances to the next level, like the deep in the boys. I want. <laughs> that's, I was, that's exactly what I was freaking thinking, man. Yeah, but yo, um, well, that's a killer scene in the boys where they crash the boat into the. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh, that show's fucked up. I love. I have to show. finish watching that. Oh, great show! The boys yeah. do a great show, but um, especially if you like Bully Joel. Or Long Island. Yep. Yo, yep. so anyway, imagine that though. Kenny comes up in a boat and he does kind of like a an Arnold Schwarzenegger like chase scene style jump off a dock and then he I'm, may land. Yeah, I'm thinking like uh, from the hypnotized video, like notorious B.I.G. Yeah. style, you know, or uh, oh. I'm thinking right. bad boys. So anyway, let, here's the deal. So Kenny what do you think of Kenny's outfit? That's what I'm specifically want to ask you guys. Uh, Miami Vice Kenny, man. I'm here Miami for Miami Vice, right? Yeah, you know, whatever. Those, whatever he's wearing on his feet were Electric Factory. I think the whole look it could have been a little bit more Miami Vice if he was going. It was more Miami <laughs> Vice casual, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's he, what Kenny felt like there was a lack of choice happening. That he I doesn't, like. dude. This is Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, I, I. It was okay. Is it? It was okay. Is it cosplay? No. No, it felt more like. Rich like ass. Is it cosplay? Tulo said that he might know the person. Any update on that, Tulo? The person who styles Kenny? Uh, it wasn't him. It wasn't him? It was him? not him. It was not him. Oh, all right. So that was a, another mark that end? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, I think somebody's styling him, but they're making him look too, like, it looks like, um, I don't know what that movie was called, but it looks like he got divorced and he's getting back out there and someone's dressing him. Like oh, uh, Crazy Stupid Love. That's yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite movies. One of the best movies of all time. I don't know about that. but uh, uh, David Linhagen? <laughs> you know how much I, pain I, you caused, my friend? I only saw that one time in the theaters. What? Um, yeah, let's saw one time in the theaters. Watch it again. With, watch it again. Trust me. Okay, I will. There's a lot of beef out here. <laughs> uh, but so... Uh, 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 yeah, I, it, I, right. Like I felt like it was cool, but I like the Kenny entrance. He added, he doubled the amount of ladies with ladies, brooms. Yeah. They're dancing. I, I pop, I pop for their dancing now. I'll say it's just the whole package is a little, like, it's a little all over the place for me. Like, I like it. I dig it all. I'm, I'm fully digging Kenny. I feel like Kenny's back. I'm safe to say Kenny's back. He definitely is seeming cool in the promos. He has control. Whether or not it's true or not, it feels like he worked us. He knew you wanted him to do better, and he was willing to put that aside to have this moment, and it, it's working. And Don Callis is full-on one of my guys. Those I mean, rose-colored lenses, what? man. The star of Kenny Omega's rise to me is Don Callis, who is pulling off sleaze in such – this. Right? In such an incredible way, right? Straight up Grand Theft Auto character. (laughs) Yes. Straight up Grand Theft Auto character. Like, he's straight up, he's like from Vegas, right? He's been a car dealer for 40 years at the table, you know? They they won't, they won't, they they won't, uh, he can't become a pit boss. Like, they don't even trust him enough to, like, run a couple tables. I honestly would put him in a cowboy hat. I call him Cowboy Don, man. I was something crazy. He needs like something else about him. He's got no, the, he, the sunglasses. You think he needs anything else besides just, like Canadian trash. Like his <sighs> accent is so, 
so thick. Yeah. It's I the glasses are like Kenny like Kenny's by God Omega, buddy. <laughs> he, I love I loved when Kenny was like yelling like uh He's like, I worked everyone. He was like explaining how he worked everyone. He's like, we did this for a year. We waited. We, and I worked. I was like, man, that felt like it was directed right at my soul. Uh, <laughs> like, I was like, fuck, man. I was like, Kenny, God damn it. Like that on national TV, you got to do me like that. That's what it literally felt like. I mean, I, I like tonight better than I like TNA. More so because it was live also. So well, we no, I mean, they're, they're, they're both like compliments to each other. But let's, I just, I, the, what I'm saying is that in terms of the specifics, well, there was one thing unclear tonight, but we'll get into that. But the specifics of last night, I felt like they pulled off, like, he, he I, I love the whole thing of like calling somebody Stanford Stooge. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, they were giving Matt Ambrose. shit for that. Called them Ambrose. They said Ambrose. And they were like, kept saying, like, oh, go back to that place where you came from. They're clearly referring to WWE. You know what I mean? Uh, they have, like, no respect for anyone who's been in WWE, even though Callis has been in WWE. Yeah. Um, and uh, they had this, like, whole story about, like, yo, 27 years ago, I was trained by Kenny's uncle, and I saw that this kid was the best, and I planted this. He's like, you think I came back into wrestling to be a fucking podcaster to announce New Japan? You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, I rewatched it. He's like, he's like, no, I came back here for this level. And what I love about it, they're not directly talking about money, but what they're doing in AEW that really works for me is in WWE right now, it feels like these titles are toys. People complain about it. They're to like it's like, oh, you win. They're kind of have like and what they mean is that they don't feel like they change your life. It feels like it's just uh, uh it literally feels like the actual title is what you have. It's just a belt. Here it feels like Kenny, it's like, wow, like what a prestigious honor. Like they're holding that title on such a high, high, high level. Mm -hmm. And also at the same time, they're holding Kenny hit him with a microphone, which is like pretty tame compared to a lot of the shit we've seen, even in AEW and compared to all wrestling. But they're like, can you believe what a despicable act? Everyone is like, no, everyone is disgusted by Kenny for hitting him with a microphone. Like, a microphone <laughs> is not that bad. <laughs> People are it's not even bad compared to, like, the normal moves they pull off in a match. Like, the yeah. one-winged angel is way worse than hitting somebody with a microphone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, I really hate how you want it. Like, they're all, everyone is on this, has the same memo. They're like, they all, it's like, all right, everybody in the back, you're all so disgusted by Kenny using a microphone in a match when the yeah. ref's back is turned. Let's put that in the perspective. Like, uh, tonight, Huge man. MJF had a bat in the ring. That's literally, like, could kill somebody, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you have to work really hard to kill somebody with a microphone. And everyone's like, <laughs> wow, I can't believe what he did. And you're like, that's fun. It's like fun that they all, there's like a coherent uh, 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 message there, you know? Oh. Um, they called it the, it was like, people are calling it the golden screw job, is what he said. You're like, <laughs> all right. Um, he also called, um, I think he called uh, Josh Matthews an ignorant little worm, which I enjoyed. Uh, but yeah, uh, I got to get that sound drop. I meant to get it. But Don Callis saying, I love comic books. <laughs> <laughs> he had a couple of lines where he's just kissing the champ's ass because he's like, this guy's my meal ticket. I'm a nothing. I'm like so lucky to be here. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Not to mention the uh, collector's angle, which is the main thing to take away, which he didn't really mention tonight, right? 
But Kenny's talking about becoming the collector. Tulo, I know you're chomping at the bit. Just say what happened to you. I called it. <laughs> Go. You I call? called it as soon as it happened, right after I said, Kenny is Thanos, and he is, his stones are titles. And when he gets all the titles that he's chasing, he's, go, he's going to be so powerful and such a huge strength that no one will be able to compete with him, not even WWE. Snaps the fingers, and he runs, he runs it. Yeah, he's well, going to go after NWA. He's going to go after – and the final one will be New Japan. And when he gets the title off, Abushi at New Japan, uh, that's when he'll – and he'll hold them all at the same time. I mean, it's, it's the Kenny World Tour. I mean, you think like, all these companies are going to let Kenny have their titles? Yes. How is this different say. than the, the Conquest of Gold? Uh, it's the same, How is that different? Same concept. Okay. <laughs> it's the same concept. No, well, I thought that Tula was specifically talking about the tweet because he he texted us uh, or discorded us uh, oh, yeah. our, our new updated tech. The, the, these guys trying to boomer me out of the Discord. Uh, but uh, 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 come on, Venmo. Nine thirty in the morning. Venmo I was like sixty nine cents. He was like, "Yo, we got to make a graphic." <laughs> Of the Infinity Stone with Kenny with each title on it, and then the other ones, and then like twenty minutes later, it's like, oh fuck, someone beat us. He tweeted back right back at us. <laughs> the guy had Discord, and everything. Our operation's not fully uh, operational yet. <laughs> Discord is where like school shooters plan uh their next attack i don't know that's the type of app that is oh i mean phil's got us on there so watch out man we're coming for you man i mean that he can i mean i'm just saying he knows he knows that that's like we can also use that app but that's like the kind of place that that kind of thing happens (laughs) i don't know anything about it i mean i've just been on there i haven't felt any inclining to commit crimes yet but um yeah so i mean look kenny we don't know what's next for kenny he showed up i felt like I just, the only thing I was, I was just, the outfit was the only thing I was disappointed. There was two things I was semi-disappointed by. And then, um, and my dad actually, I'm actually going to call my dad, but here. So look, uh, 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 two things. First thing is, his outfit, I thought was, he could have done better, you know? and But it's fine, whatever. And then also, his, uh, he was trying to, they were like, we have this big announcement. And then they were trying to pull this angle that's like, and this always happens in AEW. This is in WWE kills AEW on. They're like, I think they were trying to pull off a thing that's like, they're not ready for a big announcement, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like kind of unclear, right? It wasn't delivered properly. Because the, yeah, the like, whole time they're like, we have a huge announcement for Dynamite. Did they make that announcement? No, Kenny was like, uh, you think that's all, you know, you think we planned over a year just to do this? Oh, There's yeah, and more. cut him off, right? And he cut him off, yeah. Right, but it wasn't like, it wasn't, like those guys, you need to understand, this is, wrestling's big and broad. It needs to be like, I'm going to tell you the guys at Cal's needs to be like, wait, 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 wait. And then they need to have like, a, they need to, they need to block these things, you know? Like, which right. is like, hey, be, be like, no, nah, nah, yeah, you know what, you're right, you're right. We just decided, right, that you guys are not ready, and then they go, ooh. Like right, milk, right. Milk them, if the moment is like a switch, it felt just like they ran out of time. You have to make everything yeah. seem way more deliberate, or it looks like you just ran out of TV time. You know, 
Right. Uh, yeah, they should have huddled up and been like, you know, oh, ma- ma- maple syrup, uh, elks, uh, 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 snow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sierra Hotel. Dungarees, Hotel. yeah. <laughs> India, I like the um, I like the thing that they keep saying that's uh, how the match at New Japan they made happen between Jericho and that's what Tony Khan always says is what m- made AEW. Yeah, that, you can't steal something you created. Yeah, that's great. They're, like, they're t- now and now they're taking credit. They cre- they're saying they created AEW and Tony's just a puppet. He's got the guy. They they scheme they scheme Tony <laughs> into giving them the, their money to you know do this all. Like that's the story, right? I mean, correct. Thank you. Yeah, um, guys, I'm gonna call my dad quick. My dad had right. I, my dad. I talked to my dad earlier. My dad had a little message for Kenny Omega that he wanted to uh, get out there. Let's see. Let's see if we'll pick up. It's late for him. Oh, yeah. 11 o'clock. Yeah. Hello. Richie, you're on the pododcast. <laughs> hey. He always picks up. What up, Richie? You were telling me, I told we were talking about the Kenny Omega promo. And then you had something you wanted to say to Kenny Omega. Yeah, Kenny Omega. <laughs> He's literally in bed right now. Yeah. He has, he has his own watch. <laughs> the Kenny Omega watch? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what it is. Yeah. I am challenging him to a duel. <laughs> Richie, this is true. He said, because, okay, so Kenny Omega said he likes comic books, and Don Callis was like, I like comic books, which I need that drop. It's so <laughs> funny. It's like, Don, shut the fuck up, you know? And uh, so he said that, and then he also said, he's like, yeah, I right now have the uh, uh, the Superman 1, which is what AEW Dynamite, uh, AEW title is, right? Because AEW title is the most rare, and we know the Superman comic, Superman number 1, is what's it adventure comics one is that what it's called action comics one sorry action all right uh, sorry sorry you virgins uh action comics one is the most expensive of Any. all the comic books and then he was like if i get an x-men number one also because he's talking about collecting and he's like if i get a spider-man number one that would be great and he was saying spider-man number one is the impact title so basically my dad is challenging kenny omega for for your copy of amazing fantasies 15 is that what you're saying You'll throw those in. Amazing Fantasy 15, the introduction to Spider-Man against the Fantastic Four. Wow. So, uh, Maybe you can wrestle for Richie. Wow. All right. So, I mean, this is, so wait, would you allow me to wrestle in your place, considering you're a 70-year-old man? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You'd be my manager? All right. So, if we say... I'm the cow champ. 
Kenny wow. is trying to collect titles. Okay, so right now I want to tell you this. Kenny Omega, too low. And as my dad calls you, Kenny Omega Watch. Me and the Black family, me and my father, you heard it, the owner of Amazing Fantasies 15. If you wrestle me, I will put that comic book on the line. Uh, and you don't have to and put anything on the line. You just give me the opportunity to just touch you, you know? That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, just to take a V-trigger. Um, that would be so <laughs> Honestly, can you make it? If you V-trigger me in, in about, I will give you my dad's comment. <laughs> that's basically, I think that's like $20,000 for a V-trigger. It's a fucking good deal. That's a fucking good deal, Kenny. Kenny Omega, I expect to hear from you by next episode, December 16th, 2020. And I can put a deadline on this because I'm offering value. You challenge me to a match with my father in my corner. We're putting our copy, the family copy of Amazing Fantasies 15 against you. And yes, I'll be honest. If you V-trigger me once, I will eat a pin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Richie, you can go to sleep now. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> oh, your new catchphrase? Have a good one? <laughs> oh. Also, yeah. can you smell what the rest of you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> wow. Man, let's go! Come on! <laughs> wow. Kenny What's Omega, you have 168 hours to respond. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Don't be a little bitch. Oh, my God. You think my brothers are going to be cool with the fact that I give them fucking comic book away to Kenny Omega for to yes. beat me up? Their inheritance? <laughs> yes. We'll buy you another Dude, one. That probably is my inheritance. <laughs> yo, I didn't know your dad had... Yo, you just... I'm telling you Yeah, right that's, now, that blew my mind. Uh, you yeah. might have just... That might have been just like one of the best moments in cow history, just for a simple <laughs> fact that I don't think anybody ever, I never knew that about Richie Black. Yeah, my dad collected comic books when he was a kid. But I mean, I think he sold a lot of them at this point. And they're, uh, um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so. He said he has, he has like Spider Man Zero, right? And yeah. Spider Man 1 through 40. Now, I think he sold a lot of them, though, but he does have. A lot of the early Spider-Man books. That's crazy. And they're not in his fucking home, you dumbass marks. <laughs> yeah. So don't rob my parents. Uh <laughs> they're in an undisclosed location. Yeah. Um you'll never get to them. Um but anyway, so uh yeah, wow. So wow. let me tell you, I would guarantee you this. There's no podcast out there right now. Through that responses points. to Kenny Omega's title is the host challenging them for something they wanted, yeah. something they asked for. He has no matches coming up. Why not fucking wrestle me, Kenny? Unbelievable. He's afraid. That's why not. He's afraid. By the way, I, do you guys think I would look small next to Kenny in the ring? Be honest. Uh, how would you yeah. Weigh yeah. How would you weigh <laughs> Are you 200? 205. Wow. You're, wow, you're a cruiserweight. Congrats, man. <laughs> you get two or five live, baby. You could squat. You could squat Keith Lee, and you're a cruiserweight. That's the year. Numbers yeah. are adding. And the winner uh, of that match will go on to face Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Oh, how, uh, Phil, how much does Kenny Omega weigh? They bill him at 220. Oh, 220? So yeah. you wouldn't look that small. I mean, 15 pounds. Height and weight? 
what is he six? He's probably built six. He's definitely he's he's definitely leaner than me. But like, I don't know, man. If I got ten, and then and, you know, I don't know. I fucking had to take off from the working out this week to get my COVID. The test. thing is, though, I Dan, got a COVID you're... test today. My nose, they jammed that thing up my nose. It's horrible. Yo, I got one. Uh, horrible. Yeah. I literally Where'd you go? Can't, can't not cry. I had it on set. They gave me that. By the way, we're talking uh, about my body right now, and we're talking about auditioning. Uh, uh, we're talking about like being on set. So I had to shoot this thing, and they had to put me in in wardrobe today. And like, my legs have grown so much from squatting and shit. They're putting me in suit pants. Literally, they gave me like five or six to try. Then the whole team of wardrobe gathered around. Asked me to turn around and face the wall so they could all look at my ass and legs. To be no. Like, like, all be like, do you think this looks okay? I'm not fucking around. I was like, this is the funniest moment. I wish you guys were here to see this. Like, they're oh, all, my God. They're all, like, whispering because they don't want to, like, offend me to be like, this guy's, this guy's a fucking huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's thick as fuck. <laughs> Look at like, his fucking ass. Can we, maybe, maybe we can sew two different pairs of pants together. Why is this, Why is the bottom of the jacket doing this that is, above his ass? <laughs> I've never seen an actor with an apple bottom before. This is insane. Holy shit. <laughs> what are those muscles on his shoulders? I, I mean, is this guy this before. is this guy a centaur or what? Like, what's going on? His bottom half's a horse. Oh. What do you think he weighs? Two hundred five? Maybe he's a wrestler. You know the uh, <laughs> you know, like you know how like pants have like uh, suit pants while the pleats, you know, like yeah. so, but not like a not like a real deep pleat. They'll just have like a little one, you know. Yeah. Like on my thighs, the pleat's gone, but then it comes yeah. back when it goes down. You know what I mean? It's gone, and then it comes back at the at the yeah. quad. There's no pleat. You know what no. I mean? So the woman's Can't. like, you, this guy's fucking leg swallowing the pleat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did she say that? No. Uh. no this woman, she, was, she was awesome, by the way. But she was, she was a British. This is the one line I heard her say to her friend. To, to the, not her colleagues. It was the team of three. They huddled up, which I hadn't seen them do until I was facing the wall and they were looking at my ass. Okay? And she, she goes, this woman's like, this is the only line I heard her say. She goes, we don't have those. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have those. And then they go, all right, you're good. Then they're like, all right, you're good to go. We got you. Like, they were, they were clearly not satisfied with how my legs were swallowing the pleats. And then I said to the woman, I was like, she was like, oh, yeah, let's go up in a size. And I go, yeah, no, it's just, it's really, I've been squatting a lot this year. And then, and then and I go, you wish that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking other guy there was like, "What is it?" The other guy's there is a comic. He's like, you know, he was a cool guy. He was, he's just like this, you know, regular-bodied, skinny guy, cool guy, funny guy. Uh, uh, and he, he was just like, he, this guy was like, "Why is this such a spectacle?" And I was like, I, "I'm trying to fit. I'm always just trying to fucking blend in." <laughs> anyway, um, oh, man, I also have like uh, this woman was like a really serious British woman. Those people yeah. are like my kryptonite. Yeah, like, mine too, I, dude. I, I just, they're literally this woman, she literally like four times, and I'm on her side, by the way. I'm on her side. Four times was just like, shut up. Like, just flat out, like, no. And like, stop talking. Stop moving. Turn around. Stop like that. And then she doesn't go like, you know, people like to comfort me. They go, stop moving already. Like, you know, they like try to be cute about it, but they're trying. This woman was just like, yo, you're out of control. Like, what is wrong with you? Take medication. Get your shit together. <laughs> so she was saying all the things that we always 
yeah. want to say to you, but we never do. But she didn't say any of that, but it was all implied, which is like, she was I'm from, no one has any patience for you. Oh, bruv, get diagnosed, mate. <laughs> get diagnosed and get on medication, mate. Just talk to someone, mate. She literally, first off, you both did Australian. I said she's British. No, I did um, British. She did Australian. <laughs> yeah, you said mate. <laughs> and then she's like, did where are you mate? from? Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to clock my accent. She's like, you have a really thick accent. I was like, this woman is British. She said, she had a British accent. She said, I have a yeah. thick accent. Oi, bruv, where you from, mate? You got a thick accent, in it? She was Vinnie Jones. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I was getting finished. Well, Vinnie Jones. Let me ask you a question, mate. Yeah. Where you from? Where oh, your parents from? <laughs> you got a thick accent, bitch. mate. You got a no. thick accent, mate. I'm trying to clock where you're from, mate. Oh, my God. Oh anyway, my God. this woman, like, it's just like it, she was so cool and like she was but like if you are just a if you are if you are just like a no nonsense british person you will i will you win i can't do anything like i, I you you would dismantle me I, i'm like i'm like a so, i become like a bumbling clown <laughs> so you wouldn't be able to wrestle uh in uh nxt because william regal would just like if he came out to like interrupt you you'd You'd yeah. never be able to cover promo. He'd be like, Dan, face the wall. Ass games. <laughs> <laughs> Wardrobe. Wardrobe. <laughs> Wardrobe. <laughs> I think we've only talked about Kenny Omega this episode. <laughs> Who cares? Hey, it's Yo. the war. It's, first of all, this is episode is the go-home uh, final finale of the Winter War Games. Yeah, but there's an encore Friday. I actually got a shot. I have a picture of uh, William Regal uh, looking at Dan's ass in, in fitting. Oh, you do? <laughs> Let me see. Oh. <laughs> oh, face the wall and shut up, Dan. <laughs> wardrobe. Face the wall. It's uh. wardrobe. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was like, oh god! Yo, yo, this woman said to me. She, by the way, again, I have no beef with. I thought this woman was cool. I, if she happens to hear this, but she won't. But like, she was like, I, I put a shirt. I put the shirt on. I'm still going with this. I put the shirt on, and she's like, "You've somehow made a smart shirt, stupid." You, oh my god! Does she need to like insult you like that? <laughs> she was awesome. What the fuck? I loved it. <laughs> She's like, look what you did to this smart shirt. Like, <laughs> you've reduced, like you've reduced this shirt from being <laughs> Oxford grad to being a single issue voter <laughs> by just putting it on. I love myself. Wow, it was unbelievable. I was wow. like, please. I was oh. literally there being like, please, Holy no one shit. here mentioned that I have a pro wrestling podcast because this woman's going to destroy me. Like, I can't have her. I need, I can't have anything else hit my credibility with this person. She, she, uh, Again, she was cool. Uh, it was just different styles. Uh, it was really funny. But anyway, okay. Speaking of while we're talking about fashion, posted a pic. I bought these sneakers because Roman wore them on Friday. Dude, what's up with your laces, bro? You guys I never been so skewered on the comedians wrestling Facebook group. I posted these sneak. I'll be honest. I'll make myself vulnerable here after we're already talking about me getting literally like f firing squad of everybody looking at my ass. But uh, it's like uh, I posted a picture of these being like, "Yo, by the way," which I think is legitimately cool. Uh, 
I'm like, yo, I got these sneakers because Roman rocks them. The yeah, tribal that's chief that's wears great. them. And then I post them. Everyone's like, yo, what are those boomer shoes? Everybody's like, these look like. <laughs> My 507s. Everyone was like, yo, these look like. Well, yo, typically, it was like they're a little boomer for me. I, I can read you. I got to read you. You guys talk about it for a second. I'll read good. you the comments. Yeah. So I like think when, yeah, go, go ahead. One, of the, one of the main, just kind of like a real rough kind of overview of maybe yeah. some of the issues and opportunities I see with these shoes. Today about these right. Things. So the, the different color upper from the sole, right, is a boomer all the way right black upper gray sole that's right. like silver series walmart 927 right um the lace strategy you have yeah is a little questionable i would maybe tuck them behind the uh the uh the tongue, the, the tongue right yeah uh and then you got to shore up your your pant leg opening you got to shore that up yeah i mean you're i think uh newman's uh take about those sneakers was more about your pants being trashed than and and not highlighting the sneakers enough yeah my guy's wearing levi's 501s i mean romans out on on national tv joggers and 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 highlighting his his physique and you're and you're in old navy carpenter jeans yeah like he's got a hand like you like you haven't bought a new pair of jeans since 1994 i mean yeah i mean first off those are the brand is Frame. I got them at Nordstrom. Look it up. It's a very good brand. Yeah. Um, I also have thicker legs, which we've covered yeah, but more than wrestling on this that's episode. Fine. That doesn't mean uh, my shit. My legs eat pleats. Do your legs eat pleats? Get okay. a taper. Get a taper. If I shit. wear, yo, the size of my quads, if I wear a skinny jean, you're going to be like, oh, Man, my God. It's the state. You want to see ball. what I'm working with right now? I could show you. My quads I'm, are big, too. I'm a, I'm, a thick, I'm a thick boy down low on my quads. That's where all my weight is. I wear very skinny in skinny jeans. They have elasticity in them. They stretch. They actually feel very comfortable. It might be go a to a fucking store. It might be future. Fat. I'm a thick boy down low. It might be. Yo, store. go to Tilly's. Tilly's has good. Fat. I'm a thick boy down low. <laughs> go and put yourself in some skinny jeans, man. You okay, can we it. read some of these? Can we read yeah, some? Yes. Of yes. Uh, you know, John Silva said those look like the shoes every dad wears to a barbecue. Facts. <laughs> um. um you could fit a family of four in those openings, my guy. That's from Newman. <laughs> that was him talking about my jeans. Um, uh, here, hold on. What are those, Team Jordans? I don't know if that's an insult, is it? Uh, I think that's a real question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Aaron said it's not those jeans are not authorized by the travel chief. <laughs> uh, oh, Nathan no. Pierce said those shoes look more like the head of the prep line to me than the head of the table. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, some people said I like them, but it was only a couple. Look, the thing is, I'm not saying wear a skinny jean, I'm saying wear a slim fit taper. That's what you need. Yo, I'm gonna show you these jeans right now. I have them right here. You're gonna see that the label says slim. That's fine. That, that doesn't mean shit. You have to try on jeans. I I put on skinny jeans and realize, oh, I needed very skinny jeans. Like that right, and you can fit. get skinny. You can get slim fit jeans that aren't tapered. Those are not tapered. Those are slim fit straight leg jeans. You need a slim fit taper. Yeah, those are my yeah. best jeans. <laughs> Levi's five tens or Levi's five elevens. Levi's five tens, five elevens, great jeans. Okay, guys. So anyway, yo, Kai uh, works in in Le- for Levi's in in L.A. Go see your boy and get 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 some uh, get the hookup. No, nah, I'm on lockdown. All right, uh, everybody. Sting is back in wrestling. Yeah, Sting came back. Cut a promo. What do you guys think? 
I was actually, I mean, I don't know that I, I don't know that I thought he was not charismatic, but I was really kind of surprised at how charismatic he was. I had said in the text that he had big Jim Carrey energy. He felt like, like Jim Carrey under that paint a little yeah, bit. Big, but uh, Like a Bruce Campbell, Evil Dead. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Groovy. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. I was excited. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't expecting him to, to talk so much and be like loosey-goosey, fun sting. Yeah, but, you know, he kept like, it, but at the end, he was like threatening. That's what sting yeah. does, actually. Yeah. No, first off, I, I actually well, agree. I think yeah. Sting is really good on the microphone, kind of shadily, because it's jarring at first because he his look doesn't match his promo, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, he has more – he looks like Darby Allen, and we don't – Darby Allen barely speaks, and he's more brooding. It fits the look, you know? Yeah. But then Sting is, like, kind of like, hey, what's up? I'm happy to be here, but I look like the crow. <laughs> you know what, I mean? what up, everybody? Hey, yeah, missed me. Sting is back. Oh, like, you know, and you're like, you know, but it does work because he has one of the better commands of performing and the microphone and confidence that he's earned over many, many, many years. That like you're like oh this is he feels like he uh, is the master of his own domain where you're like this is what he wants to do I have no beef with it not to mention if he's going after Darby Allen then the juxtaposition of like Darby being full spooky incredible there's no way that Sting who's a born again Christian who's 61 years old is gonna out spooky Darby who like lights his dick on fire for fun you know what I mean. <laughs> So, <laughs> like, so if, if that's what it's going to be. But anyway, he disrespected Cody, and that was a nice juxtaposition. By the way, if you've never seen Sting do his Heath Ledger Joker, just go go on YouTube and watch a little bit of it. Like, he, he did, like, TN, like probably, like, 20, 2009 TNA. He literally had, like, exact, like full cosplay. Joker's thing. Like, ah, he, like, did the whole thing. And, like, mm -hmm. Joker's thing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, whoa. Yeah. But he, he is kind of a skilled performer, thing. And so you could see it because at the end when he called, he called, like, he had a full command of that promo. And when he's, like, Cody, he called him, like, kid. Yeah. You know? And the, the Shivani thing was really endearing. Like when he's just like, it stings. He's like, say it for everybody. We all like it. It was fun. I wasn't. I, I just wasn't expecting it at all. I was like blown away by it. Like, it was. It was. It was just. Uh, yeah. yeah. Truly, truly, like just like taken back. I was. He came out all quiet last week, and this was just like a complete. I felt like a work almost. Like I was like, yeah. whoa, holy <laughs> motherfucking shit, stink it go. Like he doesn't. Sting doesn't have any truly. Look, obviously, I, I really missed his whole TNA run, basically. I know what it is. But though. he doesn't have any truly memorable promos in WCW. His, most, his like, moments that really lasted are, like, taking off the mask, not really being part of the NWO, doing his own thing in the rafters and whatnot. But if you, that is how he's always cut promos. And so you, you kind of forget every time because his look is more memorable than what he says. But you also right. forget how uh, comfortable of a performer he is. So, I, will say, uh, I will say that I think it's something that we've been talking about for a while now. It's like, and what my thing is like, hey, if you're coming over to AEW and you have the opportunity to recreate yourself or do something special, like do it. And this dude literally just showed up and was like, I'm so happy to fucking be here and I can <laughs> be myself. 
and I don't have to worry about crazy shit and they're giving me the free reign to do whatever I want. I want that dude up in the rafters. He seems like a guy I want to wrestle and have a story with. I'm going to come after you and kick your ass, Mr. Cody Rhodes. Right. And then I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want after that. I signed here. I'm here. This seems like it's going to be the best time in my whole entire life. I'm here to stay. And it was like, all right. <laughs> I'm my buy thing merch. <laughs> a, a note on Darby Allen. Uh, you know, just to be uh, transparent, not one of my guys. Probably never will be. Um, uh, for the record, he, one of my guys. Did he? That's fine. Did he? He his makeup, right? Yeah. I would prefer it if it didn't look like he put it on with a like pull cue. Like it's the most sloppy. Like it's like smudged and like line. I, it's, if you compare it to like Finn Demon makeup, it's way lower grade. Yeah, but even I Jeff Hardy, like I Jeff Hardy's makeup's like at a point that's really at like good. You know, like. He needs some help. There's got to be someone back there that can help him. Dustin's there. Yeah, that's true. The fuck? Yeah, oh, my God. Dustin and Darby in the back, like, like. Imagine like if they're the all new, just doing each other's makeup. He's like, like no, 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 kid, you got to blend. You know? you gotta like blend. hustlers or whatever, like J-Lo yeah. being like, you're new here. Like, let me show you how to, like, put on the eyelashes or whatever. But it's the, it's dudes doing or, each other's makeup. Or uh, 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 Tu Wong Fu. Tu Wong Fu, and they're teaching Chi-Chi how to put on makeup. <laughs> Sting goes oh, to man. Darby. Sting's like, Darby, I want you to paint my face wearing this. Wearing only this, and he's just got the the baseball bat. Uh, it, like, it, it, it's like, hey man, like, have you have you tried to, like, actually, if you use, hey, I I know you're doing your thing over here. They're both like in the mirror, you know, yeah. in the mirror, and he's like, hey, um, I know you're doing your thing. Like, I really love what you're up to. Just saying, have you tried to like a white concealer instead of the white paint because it it runs less. And he's like, you know, Darby's like. Thanks for the tip, you know? And then that's, <laughs> that's, that's how it, you know what I mean? Like that's a, then they see each other outside after the show. Uh, D- Dustin's smoking a cigarette. And Darby leaves after the show. And then he's like, hey, you have another one? And then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're from where, Cleveland? Oh, yeah, I'm from Cleveland also. What, what part? And then, right? You know what I mean? Then yeah, yeah, like traveling yeah, yeah. together on the road. And then it's fucking, then Dustin dies. Darby's like, you know, putting on the makeup for his big match. And he's write it up, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You think people want a Darby Dustin um, buddy uh, road trip comedy? I'm down. I'd watch the show. People want or do we want? (laughs) (laughs) Because those are two different answers. I barely want this. I barely want this. (laughs) I I barely want it. I would watch it, but I barely want it. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, but I also would argue that Darby's makeup being bad is kind of on game for him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like he... You think Darby's like, makeup is bad? No, no, no. It's sloppy. It's, it's, I don't it's, think it's supposed to be anything other than, like, I don't think like, it's supposed good. to be, like, like, like um, gloss. He's, tre- like he's trending on, like, uh, remember the turtle guy? The kid? The turtle yeah. kid? I, I like turtles. I like uh, turtles. He's trending on that and, like, like being turtles. really good. He's like he's in a happy medium of those two, but his pay per view looks. I think. <laughs> what did they ask that kid, the turtle kid? They're like Trump or Biden. He's like, I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I remember seeing on the last on something behind the scenes, or, or they right. someone was airbrushing 
Darby backstage. And like it was so for the pay-per-view when he had that tree on him, like half tree and stuff uh, for whatever the last pay-per-view yeah, was. He, his pay-per-view makeup can be really good. Yeah, they 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 go all out. I think on his everyday shows, he might he might just half-ass his face on his own, you know. Uh, anyway, so uh, Sting going after Darby was pretty interesting, and he did say kind of like, "Yo, this guy's biting my style." Perfectly fine feud, right? I, I love that he wasn't going after Cody. Uh, we knew Shaq had beef with him, so we knew that was going to go that way. But like, yo, you want to see Sting with the younger guy? That's what you want to see, you know. Like, when Sting was going against Rollins, that was cool. And then once he was feuding with Triple H, I'm like, all right, this makes sense. It's more like, yeah, this makes sense more than, like, it's truly exciting. But yeah. um, if you remember that awesome paper that was with Knight of Champions, Rollins was both the U.S. champ oh, and the heavyweight champion. Yeah. He wrestled Sting and then Brock? No I don't way. remember. Um, yeah. I don't know. Does anybody know that? I don't remember. Phil, maybe ask Phil. I don't know. That pay-per-view was, he wrestled, oh, it's going to bother me. But that was, like, you know, sometimes you take some of these promos for granted. Uh, but anyway, uh, some, read, of, some but of these random pay-per-views have killer cards. Shit. I'm already uh, looking. I hope that happens at Revolution. Honestly, I really hope we get Sting versus Darby at Is Sting going to take bumps, though? I thought, like, he cannot. He I must think be against, cleared. But here's the thing. Against a guy like Darby, I feel, I don't know. I can't speak to this. I'm not a wrestler. I would just assume that the bumps are less lethal, right? Like right. less impactful. Uh, I mean, if he's going to take bumps, I guess I'd rather it be against a guy like Darby, you know? And a lot of the spots in Darby's matches aren't always as the, the, the impact and the, and the, and the, and the, and the hurt being towards the, his opponent. It's actually right. self-inflicted pain. You know? uh, well, we'll we'll see. I mean, honestly, it's I think it's more like he can't stay away from wrestling, right? And it's so much yeah. money, he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm gonna do it." I want to know but, that contract we'll, we'll so see. bad. I, I want to make sure I don't get to. I, I want to jump to this next topic. Tony Khan was on TNA and and uh, cut a promo. It was essentially build like a commercial he paid for mm-hmm. in Impact. Uh, it was. I, I really liked it. I thought. Um, I said last week that now. Tony Khan has no choice but to be part of the st- like kayfabe. He can't he can't be hiding it. because it it's if he, they're going to be blending with the other company. Now this impact crossover was not as substantial as we had hoped. You know, as we worked ourselves into thinking. That all being said, um, uh, one thing to- I just want to point out one thing about Tony Khan. A lot of people are like, oh this wasn't some people were complaining being like oh his acting wasn't so convincing and blah blah blah. My kind of hot take about it is that, like, when when it's shoot, there's a lot of leeway. Like, we right. know that Tony Khan is a 35-year-old billionaire. Mm-hmm. He has more. He, on his own, is worth more than Vince McMahon, not even counting his dad's money, okay? Right. So he, we know for a fact that, like, he really believes this. So, like, honestly, I'm not, like, I need a great performance from him. Like, because I'm, like, the guy's fucking, the work-shoot element of it is too is so strong. The shoot is strong with this one, you know, that, uh, uh, that I'm fine with it. Not to mention, he did one thing that was very subtle, but it was the standout moment for me from Tony Khan's promo, is that, what are you going to do? You're, you have a billionaire, but are you going to come out? You're going to rock the suit because... Like, Vince wears the suit. Like, Trump wears the suit. This guy has more money than Vince and Trump, right? 
he rocks the team he owns logo. Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. level baller is to be like, I can wear a logo on television because I own this shit. Mm-hmm. Who's going to sue me? I, you know what I mean? That I think like wearing just like, I, I'm glad he didn't wear a suit mm-hmm. there. Uh, and I'd said in the past, I'm like, you should look better and blah, blah, blah. But like, oh, if he's going to lean into wearing Jacksonville Jaguar logos, mm-hmm. no beef there. That fits perfectly into the AEW brand, which is like, they live on, this show happens on planet Earth. You know? So this is this the one instance where you're okay with regular sports being in wrestling? I mean, sure, but it has nothing. No, there's a lot of elements of sports that I'm cool with in wrestling, including Lawrence Jack. Taylor. Um, Lawrence Taylor. I, I, I think there's a, I, even the Floyd Mayweather. I, I don't care, but I don't like. I'm not gonna follow them back to their sports. I'm not gonna watch the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm never yeah. gonna go to game. You couldn't even give me free tickets to the front row of a Jacksonville Jaguars game. Uh, I wouldn't give two shits. What if Kenny says that yeah. if if he if you take a V trigger, oh. you have to go to the game. I would do anything for a V trigger. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you have video of me eating a V trigger, I mean, come on. That's like the only thing I would do, the, there's a lot of stuff I want more than a V-trigger to the face, but there's, <laughs> but it's up there. Like a Stone Cold stunner from Stone, from Stone Cold is like my dream, you know? Oh, man, like that sounded give, really funny. I would like to give and I would like to give and receive Stone Cold stunners with Stone Cold, okay? Nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like what's his name did, right? In, in that, uh... Like Becky? No, the the guy from uh, uh, Impractical Jokers. Uh, oh, Saul Volcano. Yeah, he was in the ring with Stone Cold, learning the with uh, dancing with Lance Archer. Actually, That's you know, crazy. I got to say, Dan, I, I think I don't think you're ever going to take a, a stunner from Stone Cold just because uh, Sal Volcano is sort of like alternate timeline you anyway, and so <laughs> if we're in the timeline. If we're in the timeline where he took yeah. it, we're definitely not in the timeline where. You I don't took know if it. he took one. Did he end up taking one from Stone Cold there or no? I forget. Oh, no. Uh, but I'd like to get that. I would like a rock. I would like a people's elbow, a rock bottom into a people's elbow from the rock. Um, I would like uh, an Olympic slam. Would sound looks like a lot of fun. I would love to be F five. Love to be F five. And like one where like I really get like he really goes in on me. I would love that. Would adore to be uh, tombstones. That would be amazing. We'd love to receive a swanton. I get to watch Jeff swanton on to me. <laughs> that would be really fun. Don't want Mr. Socko. Not even like, you know, I have friends who have been Mr. Socko. How about a, how about a fiend, come to ECB. What? How about a fiend claw? Don't want, I don't want any of those guys' hands in my mouth. <laughs> I can imagine what that's like. That's, a, that, that, that's less of an honor. But I would love a sister Abigail with a smooch. <laughs> I would take that. That would be great. Um, what if he like whispered in your ears, "Keep watching wrestling," and then kissed you on the on the forehead? Oh, I would be like, oh. literally slam oh. my head as hard as you want onto the mat. Life is over anyway, baby. Not hard. I mean, <laughs> oh man, that's oh. Great. what that was beautiful? What move? What, what if you had to choose one? What one one wrestler would give you a move? What would it be? In the middle of the ring, unless it involves. I would want to. I would want a people's trust. elbow. I would want a people's elbow from the rock. Yeah. I feel like that's just the best move ever to just be laying there. Yeah. And watching him run what about over a Goldberg spear? 
I don't care about that. No, you don't care about that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would take a choke slam from Taker. What about a curb stomp from Seth? Yeah, I eat that shit. Yeah, actually, no, because I'd be, I'd be too scared to have my face smashed into the mat. Oh, my God. my Oh, my God. So, number one is the Stone Cold Stunner. Number two is a true, true RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, meaning it needs to be like a surprise gift from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, just going to my car, and then Randy <laughs> runs up and just RKOs me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fully out and of nowhere. We know from history. We know from history that you would instinctively take it. Yeah, I'm always like, you ready would just, for K-Pip. You would, yeah. Absolutely. I'm always ready for K-Pip. Um, wow. Uh, have barely touched any topics on here. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that was fun. Um, yeah, I mean, look. You guys bring up whatever AEW stuff you want. I want to bring up something that's a little outside of it. Actually, I'll, I'll say this last thing. I think that the main event of AEW tonight was like, felt like a real main event for the well, ring, right? I think I know why. It's why? because what I said last week was that Orange Cassidy is failing in front of a live crowd. I think his gimmick is not getting over enough for his, these antics to keep showing up on live TV. So he, he needs to just show up and, and do his thing. Like he needs to be a wrestler right now. And honestly, he really just came out and wrestled a fucking perfect match tonight. Like on Like he did none of the antics, just a little bit here and there, none of the stuff, but him and MJ. Cassidy? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was really impressed with what he did tonight because after a while, it's just it's just the same shit over and over again. You can't keep doing that stuff. Like yeah. without that live crowd, without that live reaction, that isn't good. And tonight he came out and wrestled, and that was awesome. You know, he yeah. wanted that ring. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought that I'm glad they kept it on MJF. I thought the match was really fun. I love that. I love the beach break move. I always forget to talk about that. That move he does, which is it's kind of like almost. I don't even describe it. It's like Spinner Rooney DDT. No, it's um, it's like an Alabama slammer, but he just drops you, like. Oh you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean, like he like picks you up and then he just kind of lets you. It look, it's, it's like a move that Vince would be like, don't do that because you're well, Alabama holding. Alabama slam right. Alabama slammer is a drink. Oh, isn't it? Is it called the Alabama slam or the Alabama slammer? I, I think it's Alabama Slam. I mean, I, I'm going to go with you on that. What I said doesn't even make sense. Um, yours sounds like a move. But, yeah, like where you pick him up like that, but you just kind of let him – he sits. Yeah. You know? Like you have their legs here. I don't know. It, the way Orange Cassidy does it, it looks really cool. Um, uh, like uh, AEW wrestlers, those indie guys, have a lot of moves that are like – they're not properly supported, you know? But they yeah, do right. them – they do Unique. them faster so that you land correctly. Those, they don't really do those at all in WB. Does that make any sense? Correct. Newman's yeah. correct. Pesapani saying uh, it's the Alabama slam. Wow. Uh, which, which, by the way, is a move I love. Um, Hardcore Holly used to do it. It's, that, that, that move looks devastating anytime you do it. You're like, I don't want to take one of those. But, I, again, I would. I would love to. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that main event felt good. I want to comment about randomly about. I felt like the end was a little schmozzy for me. I don't need the video game brothers to show up. The Mar- actually, I'm now calling Mar- Mar- I'm now calling Miro Mario, and I'm calling fucking the other guy Luigi. What's his name? Kip Sabian Luigi. And uh, and uh, those and, are the Mario brothers. And and, and what's her name is uh, uh, Peach. Yeah, Princess Peach, the Mario brothers. 
the, the, the fucking Mirio brothers. Those guys are so deeply in my jabron zone. When your gimmick is video gaming, by the way, no disrespect to playing video games. Video games are dope. Um, but I don't take it. Not to mention Miro does a thing that really rubs me the wrong way, but you could argue it's heel heat, which is I feel like he just buys whatever high-end store, whatever they tell you to wear. Versace. Like, right, he's wearing the ugliest Versace shit, and I don't believe he thinks it looks bad. Like, I'm not getting the vibe that he's pulling a rock where, like, the rock's like, this shirt is, like, $30,000. You're saying it looks good? I, I kind of like the way he looked tonight. Uh, I thought the was, shirt is awesome. You also have fur-lined Crocs. Do you not? Me? No, Natulo. <laughs> yeah. Or not a fur line, but they're, 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 they're animal print Crocs. So of course you like the way he's dressed. Oh, Bye-bye, Kai. Thank this you, is Kai. Dangerous. I send it to you, too. Delicious! Oh, don't even fucking attack me for my fur line leopard print Crocs with the well, Crocs are shit. in style. Uh, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is that it is fuckboy adjacent. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what up, fuckboy? Oh my god. Um, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Shit. Go, dude. I'm not saying you're a fuckboy. I'm saying you dress like a fuckboy. Listen, I have two. <laughs> kinds of style which is like which Hello? by the way has been very in question this episode in particular but i like just kind of plain i don't like to wear brands i don't seem like i fucking hate but like, i don't care if i wear a brand but i don't like when they are advertising on my chest or whatever like right like i hate i hate like i'm gonna give my body to a company i fucking like i just one day that like turned on me where i was like Oh, like even when I see those soccer jerseys, they like gross me out when it's like Spectrum Mobile soccer team. And then in the corner, it's like we're like Manchester United or whatever. Like I'm like, ugh. but they're getting paid for that. So whatever. But if right. I'm going to walk around, that being said, like if it's something I believe in, like a wrestler, I love to rock it. If I'm supporting an artist or like a podcast, like if you work rock like cow shit, I'm all for that, you know. But like when you're going to be like for such Versace Dior, whatever the fuck, in this ugly ass sweater, like that's like high fashion, and high fashion is just the most bullshit emperor's new clothes of bullshit. Uh, for me, yeah, uh, that like I just think Miro, like video games, and you just buy whatever's on the mannequin at the front of Versace. No, no, put a little more thought into your look. Uh, other than his gear, I thought he. For the first time, it was like believable that he was like a real threat. Like it felt like he showed up tonight. You know, I well, think the it was style cool. of clothing was good, and yeah. the, he and he fucking threw Chucky e. T. Like I don't know what was that a botch or was like <sighs> he like lawn darted him into the floor. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, he was be he beat the shit out of some people tonight. There, no, yeah. I, I dig that, and I actually liked the way the clothes fit him and stuff this time. And I liked that he was wearing uh, joggers. Like I, I, I'm not into, I'm not knocking. I'm saying. What it is, it's like he feels like, and he is a foreign guy, a guy who shows up to America, goes to Rodeo Drive. Uh, <laughs> you know what I hits mean? Zara, hits Zara, then goes to Gucci, then Louis, then... Oh, and he's oh. like, make me fashion. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have Supreme? Supreme. And, then, and Yeezys? Yes. We are verging on xenophobia here. Yeah, Let's just reel it back in. <laughs> yeah, I was trying. <laughs> to reel it back in. How did I do, Newman? 
I mean, you started it, so. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, so, uh, wait, actually, you should. All right, can we redo the bit then? Okay. Rewind? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. The key shows up to the store. Miro shows up. He lands from a equally as good country as this one, but with different style. And he gets to Rodeo Drive. He goes in the store, and he's like, Fashion! How's that? How's that? Better? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, man. You evaporated too low. <laughs> too low's gone. <laughs> too low's gone. Yo, this is, I got to tell you, this, this episode's a fucking blast. The least <laughs> wrestling content. The least wrestling content. And that's how I like it, man. That's a goal is in the fucking Donnie five star. Yeah. Call it to the Donnie. That, I thought that was a six-star match. I have no idea how this isn't the number one wrestling podcast. I cannot believe what these marks listen to. I thought that that one flip a do was really a good flip a do. I mean, I've never thought, heard you do a voice before. That was an execution. The execution of that spinneroonie was a plus. I love that spinneroonie. Uh, this is the, the marker. And I thought that the way he sold that spinneroony was exceptionally spinny. I <laughs> when he jumped off of the turnbuckle, I li- literally thought he was going to fall down. But it turns out he landed on his feet and really executed that move to tremendous execution. <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrific spinneroonie. I thought that was my number one spinneroonie. This, like, <laughs> this is the new money, the new money or old money wrestling podcast. New money wrestling fan. Yeah. I yeah. really liked that turnbuckle move. Really good entrance. Just a, a tremendous effort. It was a tremendous spectacular. The crowd is abdominals, especially the top abdomen, looked really defined. I looked at my wife. I said, Bonnie, can you believe he pulled off that move? I said, Bonnie, can you believe what a spectacular event we're seeing tonight? I mean, six stars, honey. Six stars (laughs) out of five. Can you believe it? In the Tokyo Dome, of all places, we weren't even going to come. We were running late for dinner. We skipped dessert, which me and Bonnie, we never skipped dessert. And we got here late just in time for the main event here in the Tokyo Dome. We said to Bill and Cheryl, we said, we have to go. We have a five-star match to it. 10 of the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> and they said, don't worry, we'll get the check this time because you always get it. And it was good to hear him acknowledge that because we had talked about maybe not going out with them anymore. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows at this point? Uh, <laughs> There's no way to find uh, out. Holy shit, man. Oh, I'm fucking crying, man. Anyway, oh, uh, man. I'm gonna jump over to. I'm gonna <laughs> jump over to. I listened to Renee's podcast, Renee Paquette, um, formerly oh. known as Renee Boxley. The uh, curiously named Oral Sessions. Why is her podcast called Oral Sessions? You got <laughs> me, man. Let me tell you something. That is that is a weird name for a podcast. We'll all agree on that. But yeah, it is it's weird. a weird name for anything except for a. Uh, 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 like, themed porn like trilogy. Yeah, the oral sessions feels like it's hosted oral by sessions like nine. fucking I can't think of a porn star. 
Uh, right. <laughs> but um, it's just anyway. a weird. It's a weird <laughs> choice. It's just a weird choice. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So anyway. But that being said, uh, it was nice to hear a podcast with worse audio quality than mine. So uh, that made me feel good. <laughs> Especially because we're working so hard to get no. That I mean that is a dig, but no. Honestly, to be honest, Brene is incredibly charming. Um, yeah, she's a great like, interviewer. She like she has such a like uh, down to earth vibe. Like I hate to, I couldn't I was looking for a different term. But that's where I went. But like she is just like such a genuine. Listen, you know, she has a gift. Like, that's what, you know, and she was talking to CM Punk. That's why I turned it on. And she had a great combo with CM Punk. She was shooting on WWE, like, pretty openly. Um, yeah. I have to listen to it. Two things. I, I, it's, I'm surprised no one's talking about it. I mean, it, I think Punk, CM Punk's heat's got, died down a little where it's not like, we're definitely not in the zone of, like, if Punk said something, we need to all hear it. That's definitely died down. He's been gone like seven years at this point. Um, and, you know, as always, Punk, I always say, one of my favorite wrestlers, adored his run. He's really important in wrestling. Not a guy I'd be friends with. Like, I have a hard time thinking we would get along at all. Yeah. You know, he probably, I would be, it feels like it would be like that, uh, uh, like a British wardrobe woman, you know? But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but anyway, here's the interesting thing. Renee was talking about doing commentary and she was like, yeah, like basically openly admitting like that was hell. And like it was you have to like read between the lines a little bit because she was making the interview about CM Punk, which was good. But she would be like, yeah, like uh, Vince would like just yell in my ear and she's like, you cannot recover from this. So I would just stare into the lens and say nothing for the rest of the segment. It was like that. Yeah, she, it was like you can't do it. And then she then she was complaining about WWE as an organization being like, I couldn't even get a cooking show on the channel there. And you're like, why? Like, why is the WWE Network, which, by the way, props to the WWE Network, because this is a sidebar. But like the Keith Lee 24 is excellent. Yeah. Must watch almost, I would say. Yeah. Really. Well gotta done. Check it out. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. He's an amazing um, – I have a deep respect for Keith Lee now. I doubt I'm going to put up with well, – we're going to put up with Shebs anyway, but the way he shits on Keith Lee now, I don't even think I can handle it after watching how this guy believed in himself so hard. The guy is inspiring, you know? And he, and he came from a tough go, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about him as a dude. The only thing I knew about him is I'd see him wrestle in PWG. He's awesome. And I think he's doing great. I think, again, any, any of my criticisms of him, I stick by. I think he could tune it up a little bit in terms of the, the whole package. But I think he will get there. Um, and it's cool that Vince is behind him. But anyway, I'm saying is that, like, you're like, Renee, why wouldn't Renee have a hard time getting it? She's doing, wrote a cookbook. So she's able to sell a cookbook to an actual publisher, but can't get WWE to give her a cooking show where she would cook with wrestlers? I would watch that. that. like a no-brainer show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? You're like that's what, and it's a, anyway. I, well, here's uh, a perfect example, and this is this is is good. Yeah, yeah. Brandy Rhodes on doing on their AEW's uh, brand uh, shot with Brandy, and she has yeah. wrestlers coming on, having drinks, and talking and doing wrestling stuff. So it's like, you know, if you if you want to do creative stuff, it doesn't 
seem like it's the easiest place to get it done over there. And yeah. honestly, if you got guys like Sting coming to AEW and reviving their careers, man, oh man, it's like when I when I when I interviewed <laughs> over there, you know, you could you you get the sense like this goes how it goes. You gotta not do anything here like you know uh, i don't think that's a secret i don't think i'm exposing them by any means we all know it but like i saw it even from my limited like interactions there you know um anyway okay we said we, we basically covered everything i wanted to talk about this week including uh casting t looking at my ass and how you should all venmo me at damn black attack 69 cents please so i can go nice venmo me and and say nice uh, and also say I'm the king of content. But no, uh, last thing I want to say, we did briefly talk about Abaddon. What mm -hmm. I want from W from AEW, I want them to really invest in this character of Abaddon, even if she be turns out to be a huge failure. Because right now, I see her set up for failure, personally. I feel like what she's doing requires more production from them than they're giving her, right? Mm -hmm. She's entering, she's killing it with her costume alone, but the fact that she's entering with no lights... She's coming out with a full wash, you know? Yeah. Sting, I mean, Sting's getting snow. Now, he's Sting. I get it. But, like, I'm only asking for a little bit of red lights for this. Action. That's it. Turn the lights you off. Know? Get some red lasers going. Yeah, That's and it. she should beat Sheeta because I have a hot take. Sheeta stinks. I, I, I you know what? She's a good wrestler. She's had some matches I dug, but I saw tonight her trying oh, to sell that she was scared of Abaddon, and it well, was fucking green, green, green. And... <laughs> Yeah. It's the same way you say that Abaddon needs stuff is the same way Sheeta needs things as well. You know what they put? They invest. They have invested nothing into those women and their champions at all. So until they start doing that, which they're starting to do now. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, I want to see Jade in the ring, ASAP. She is ye like the Jack most Jack person Who? I've ever seen. About Jade. Who? Jade. Oh yeah, Jade. What's her the name? Most, and she's oh, with Nyla and Vicky Guerrero. I forgot about Shaq. Shaq. Whatever. But I mean, I look, anything that keeps that. anything yeah. that keeps Jade off of the mic, if that's work in the ring, keeping her off the mic, that's amazing. We're, we all agree. Keep her on the lens, off the <laughs> mic, off that's, the mic. Jesus Christ, she is so well, Jack. Well, I gotta follow look, her look, right. Look now. how good, but look how good AEW is, right? They probably noticed that. The next week, she was with Vicky Guerrero and and Nyla Rose. So now she right. has Vicky Guerrero as her as her. Hey, listen, it didn't really go the way we thought it was. Probably nerves. Let's let you get comfortable. We got someone who's a pro here who can who can speak for you. That was one and, of the worst segments I remember in AEW history. The her segment with Cody and just saying Shaq. That was one of their worst worst. Yeah, worst. I mean, I'm not corrected I'm not, since. I'm not really into the Shaq stuff at all. Like it doesn't really. I am big either. Shaq Mark. Yeah, Big on really? Shaq Mark. Oh, yeah. Well, but, okay, so, oh, we need to talk about this. And Sports aren't exactly my thing, so. But, I, actually, I have no beef with Shaq being there. Um, I'm all about AEW growing. Well, here's, here's let me, let me, can I talk about this point? And, and yes, can, I can. Do a, can I do a, my, can I plug real quick since you didn't even intro me on the pod again? Uh, but, uh. Oh, shit. No, uh, <laughs> no, you no just I said too low. I said earlier, yo, too low. Is that right? That counts. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> oh, I had uh, so, way too many stories this week. I and mean, we were off the rails this week, Matty. Yeah, 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 no, I'm, uh, it's fine. I'm only messing with you. But um, I was uh, 
I'm getting like my Twitch going at Tiptoe with Tulo on Twitch and on Twitter at Tiptoe with Tulo. Um, and I was messing around with my Twitch and while I was doing that, I was watching AEW Live and some of the uh, Jabroniacs, John Don, uh, Glenn, uh, Chris Horvat, uh, Donnie Adonis. Um, if I'm forgetting anybody else, I'm sorry, but people were on there. Is this a and, Mark Dennett? Uh, I'm, I'm starting to forget why I was talking about this. Oh my God. Yep. That's another. No, you need to, you need to have, you need to queue. Hold on, hold on. You need to queue, you need to queue up the, uh, what is it? What's oh, it? I know, I know, I know. The I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. I got it. You have to let me finish because then we're going to go get down this way. Okay. That's going to be the mark that end sound effect though. I think the Foley one is more of a crash. Yeah, the the Razor Ramon one's just tire streaks like a short turn. The Foley one is a full car crash. (laughs) The Mark (laughs) Dan. What's when you? By the way, it's not making fun of you. It's it's endearing. Like you mark yourself into a corner. Um, Mark myself into a shoot. Absolutely. Um, So, fucking, I hate you so much, so much. Okay, so the (laughs) schedule. Oh my god! So, this, so I'm on my Twitch, and then they they flash up the um the screen. It's a schedule coming out. They're doing an NBA December 23rd. They're doing a thing right after NBA Live. So obviously we're getting a TT cross promotion with Shaq and NBA and AEW. Right. So I'm sure they'll do something there. And then on December 30th and the following week week January 6th, they're doing uh, New Year's Eve Bash Part One and Part Two. I think we got to do a formal December 30th cow zoom Thunderdome live party where we all dress up for New Year's Eve extravagance. And the only thing you could drink are LaCroix cocktails and the uh, champagne, uh, Chris Jericho champagne. Um, he wasn't even paying attention. I should have known better, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. We'll talk December thirtieth. We think all <laughs> fucking. I'm talking about a thing to do. Whatever, man. People are gonna be excited about it. They can dress up. We can do a Kazoo and Thunderdome on the, on December thirtieth for New Year's extra. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, it sounds dope. Um, by the yeah, way, I'm getting. A, I'm actually getting. You just reminded me. Uh, that, that sounds good. We'll talk more about that after. I uh, I missed it, but well, um, I was thinking about my fitting today. Uh, but uh, I think that uh, I'm getting a lot of messages about the cow, the nine to five special this year, the yeah. eight hour episode. And I will have announcements about that next week about the plans for that. We're still in the process of figuring it out. Obviously, there's some unique challenges for it, but uh, that um, we'll figure something out. We'll have some kind of holiday thing for the patrons um, to, 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 to celebrate. I, I have a couple of ideas. We're floating. So the point is we didn't forget about it because. I saw your guys' messages. I didn't respond to all you guys. Uh, okay. Um, cool. Let, let's just talk about Shaq before we get out of here. I'm excited that Shaq's there. Uh, to, uh, so, um, uh, Newman, you're a huge Shaq, Mark? I am. Like, as, yeah. as, a, as a personality or as a basketball player? As a personality. Like, I mean, I was – He's a, he was a great basketball player, but I was, was always a Bulls fan, um, so I was never, like, a Shaq – like a Shaq basketball mark, but I, uh, he is a DJ, he's an EDM DJ. Uh, and it, there's footage of him. Yeah. There's footage of him like in the pit at like EDM shows, fucking headbanging, going wild. Um, he's, he's, he's so much he's taller just, than everybody. He's like, eight yes, <laughs> yes. 
And uh, no, yeah, as a personality, he just has it all. Big Shaq fan. Oh yeah, uh, I felt yeah, like on Shaq, show too. This Reality is the first show? time I've actually seen Shaq speak like for more than uh, like a. The last time I remember hearing Shaq speak is when he said something xenophobic about Yao Ming. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, probably up, right. And then he goes, "Yo, I was just kidding. I'm an idiot prankster." He like compared Yao Ming to Godzilla or something, right? right? That's like the last right. thing I remember about Shaq. Right? Besides, he's Shaq. Also, isn't he like affiliated with Papa John's? Yeah, he, he owns. He's like a majority. Yeah, he's like a majority he's, owner he's like, of Papa John's. He's the chairman of the board or whatever. They're like he he has a seat on the board of Papa John's. But anyway, yeah, better so, ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 40 pizzas for 30 guys. <laughs> Isn't Papa John Schnatter like a racist or something, that guy? Oh, yeah, big yeah. time. Big yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, lost yeah, cool. he lost his mind. He lost his mind. The Papa John's guy. Uh, anyway, so I thought Shaq was really convincing, actually, here. Like, he was – he felt like he was, like – um, he was saying, like, shit he didn't believe in. He was backing. But, yeah, I didn't like when they did that. But, like, he felt like, oh, he's like a snake. And then he threw that last comment in. I didn't love Randy's performance there, but like, no. you know, it still was better for her. Um, but whatever. Shaq versus Cody. It'll be fun. Right? Yeah. I'm in for it. Yeah. You think that'll happen at Revolution or on uh, like a random Wednesday night? At Probably at one of these yeah. New Year's shows that's coming up that you just completely ignore. So it's, that's fine. One of the funniest things what, is wait, go back. Are you talking about like the AEW New Year show? Yeah, well, I, I, I was, dude. I was getting messages from whatever. Uh, I, 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 I uh, uh, there's also an NXT show on the sixth, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, but they're doing part one on December thirtieth, so it's like uh, before New Year. So I was saying we can do a cow extrava New Year's extravagans. Watch that live with uh, all the Patreons, and we all yeah, dress we'll, up. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll figure. We'll, let's figure out. We'll figure out the nine to five. We'll figure yeah, all that stuff out. Um, but yeah, what was one of the Newman? one of the funniest moments? Everybody should go back and find it. It was from I think it was from a WrestleMania. Um, it was either WrestleMania or Rumble, but it was when uh, like maybe it was like a battle royal before like Mania. How they opened the show with that sometimes, um, where Shaq was feuding with Big Show, and they had like a couple programs, and like they they finally met in the in the battle royal, and um, they they. Uh, it was a, it was a it was a rumble. They they toss each other out, and then you see Big Show kind of pat him on the back, kind of like, "All right, let's get out of here." Like, they, they completely break kayfabe, and like they're on camera, and they're just like, kind of smiling, and laughing, and Big Show's like, "All right, let's go, let's go." Pats right. him on the back and leaves. It's hilarious. We were supposed to see Shaq. Remember they set up Shaq showed up to Raw, right? Yeah. We were supposed to see Shaq at WrestleMania versus Big Show, right? I forget. That was but supposed to be did. at WrestleMania 33 in Orlando. We were supposed to see Shaq versus, it's come back to me, Big Show, and then it just fell apart. Right. Yeah. So Shaq's yeah. probably been wanting to wrestle for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway, we'll see where it goes. Anyway, the main point of this whole thing is that, like, where Kenny's at right now, considering this is the beginning of his run, and you compare it to other runs where we're like, oh, I'm not liking this, and all of a sudden it switches. Like, he's in a great zone. So it's nice to see Kenny Omega uh, delivering uh, what people want to see from him. It's hilarious to get heel heat from calling his matches seven-star matches. Um, <laughs> he had a match where he cheated to win and still called it a seven-star match. That's fucking funny. Um, he's, uh, so that's really fun. This whole episode had 
I was interested top to bottom with the whole card, especially tag team wrestling. Like, tag team wrestling is the one thing that's so bad in WB that, like, the fact that I care about tag team wrestling, it's great. So, anyway, I loved AEW tonight. Man, I really, I really, if you don't like AEW, it's fine. There's tons of other wrestling. That's what's great about wrestling right now. There's such a diversity of programming now. There's so much. There's enough hours oh, of wrestling where you can find what you want. But, man, I really Undeniable hope you tonight. give it. I hope, I really hope you're not playing fucking favorites of like being like, I like this brand over that brand. Don't do that to yourself, you know? No, I know it might feel like I'm doing that sometimes because I seem to be like an AEW guy, but like go back and listen to this podcast before they started. I really doubted them. I promise you I'm just going based on, like, this feels cool to me. You know, I'm Me too. This. I mean, yeah. listen, look at me. I mean, I, I'm coming on here openly admitting that tonight was probably one of the best nights of, like, watching live two hours of TV. That It was just nonstop. And I, I, was, I was just, like, entertained the whole entire time. It's it's just yeah. undeniable a good show. That was a good show tonight. They featured their, like, you felt like you knew everything about AEW after tonight. I did. Easily. I loved it. It was a great show. Yes. <laughs> did you, you see Kenny Kenny and Don Callis? In his Kenny, I felt like he was in sunglasses. kind of a cheap chopper for my taste. But, oh, uh, we went with Don. <laughs> Yo, the Don, cho- he had the kind of chopper where it looks like you might fall out of the bottom. Yeah, it's not like, healthy. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like, like a, a weather, like a uh, or like a, like the weather guy chopper. Yeah, it, was, it feels like, like one where you have to keep your feet. It has no floor. You have to like keep your feet on two bars. You know, it was the one yeah. that Batman in like that original Batman movie, like way back in the day, was like exactly. hanging out, eating by the shark, and it was the, the like, Adam West weird. Batman one where he yeah. has the shark repellent spray. Um, yeah. Oh my god, those movies are that first movie is I'll watch it and die of laughing. Anyway, all right, guys, I think we covered it all. I, I have no vocal cords, and also, uh, you know, uh, I took a lot of hits on this episode. And also, man, we covered a lot in this episode. First off, uh, I mean, the biggest thing we got to mention is my dad has challenged me to a match against Kenny Omega for his copy of Amazing Fantasies 15, the first uh, appearance of Spider-Man. Huge news on the on the podcast here. Um, so, Kenny, hear that. And by the way, I just want to say this, Kenny. If you wrestled me, a podcaster, for my dad's comic book, can you fucking imagine how much heat you would get? Can you imagine? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah you're right. Like, think Kenny it, wrestles it. some random podcaster's uh, 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 host... And just obliterates you. Obliterates me for his dad's comic book and his inheritance. Yeah, it's imagine. Imagine if it like happened on like NXT where like Adam Cole wrestles some like sports podcaster or something, and the guy like punted him in the head, and then like dressed up like an asshole at an NXT takeover, and now it's just over, and it's like Pat McCaffrey. Oh yeah, Uh, Uh, that happened. Oh okay. Well, guess what. Kenny, he, he took a judge. Everybody, all these awesome wrestlers caught him. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kenny. If you want to see how it's done, <laughs> no, if you want to see, see what it's like to wrestle platform. the king of fucking content, if you want to see what it's like to wrestle the king of fucking content for the comic book that you are dying to have and you can't find, then step the fuck up and challenge my man Dan Black and see what it's like. Because guess what? He ain't playing. The boy's got experience. He's a champion. Okay. And he'll defend that. He'll defend his inheritance, okay? His inheritance that he will retire on one day with everything he's got. And he'll wear undies, not some fucking joggers and tank Absolutely. Uh, tank top. Just give Fuck me a that. month. Give yeah. me a month to lean out. <laughs> Just give me like a month to get lean. 
Um, you do a lot of do a cycle. Hey yo, by the way, if that if I if I wrestle Kenny Omega, which now I'm gonna man if I I don't know I'm gonna read the secret once we get off of here. Manifest this. If I wrestle Kenny Omega, I I I'm gonna just post pics of me next to Pat McAfee every day. McAfee, what's his name? About this guy wrestling in sweatpants and a little stinky tank top. I'm gonna just post pictures next every day. This is how you do it. This is how this is how you enter. This is how you show ultimate respect for for this for for wrestling. You don't show up. I mean, do you think by wrestling Trump's? by wrestling for your dad's Spider-Man comic? Well, a, <laughs> <laughs> he wanted it. He said he wanted it. All I'm doing, is, yo, Kenny Omega. Let me tell you, you're one, oh god, I'm still shooting on Kenny Omega. Kenny, you're arguably the best wrestler in the world. Okay, I'm the best improviser that you know. Okay, <laughs> and uh, and let me tell you, this is one of the ultimate yes ends of all time. This is one of the all, which is a lesson that all of you wrestlers could use. Okay, let me tell yeah. you something about me, Dan Black. I one time almost, almost taught a workshop to WWE wrestlers, but then WWE pulled out because they didn't want to pay for it. Think about that. Think about what you could learn from me. Do you want to follow in WWE's footsteps and say no to Dan Black again? I don't think so. I don't think so. Not to mention, you only have something to gain. Will you beat me? 100% yes. 100% yes. There's no chance that I win. There's no chance that I put up any fight. Okay? My legs eat pleats for breakfast. Everybody knows this. What you gain... I'm literally paying you $20,000, my inheritance, from my father to give me one V-trigger, and I will eat the pin. I will look up at the lights and maybe never get up, maybe never shower again. Now, Kenny, think about it. Remember when you wrestled the kid? The heat, it put you on the map. Then you wrestled the doll, it put you on the map. Now you wrestle a podcaster. And that will make you the fucking king. Many would say it'll make you the tribal chief. I will call you my tribal chief. You'll be the head of my table, which used to be my father, who will be crownless when he gives over his prized item of Amazing Fantasy 15 to you for one V-trigger to the face of me. Kenny, think about it. Think about the heat. We live in the internet era. It's all about thinking outside of the box. And the best way to think outside of the box is to wrestle a podcaster. And not just any podcaster. A podcaster who could squat 335 pounds for four. Unless he's a little sore from the day before. And then it's mostly time three or three and a half with help. Patreon.com. Let's go! <laughs> Come on! Let's go! Everybody. Come on! Hailing from Long Island, New York! By way of North Carolina! He is the two-time Cal Heavyweight Champion. Truth. Fact. The tweet tweeted. Back. Instagram. Yo, fuck. Kenny, you know what? Your song sucks, Kenny. You know what's a killer song? Get me 
Can't rock, bro. Everybody, welcome to Dan Black, losing to Kenny Omega. On January 11th, the anniversary of his My birthday. bar mitzvah. Your birthday is on Everybody, we need to wrestling. It's patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Venmo me 69 cents. Yo, everybody, Venmo me at Dan Black Attack. Couple things, I just want to clarify things because I'm getting a bunch of questions. Patreon.com slash comedians wrestling gets you access to our bonus episodes. At the $5 level, you have access to our full archive of uh, all of our bonus episodes, AEW, NXT episodes for. Like the past three years, uh, not always AEW, you know, uh, but a lot of uh, a lot of bonus episodes. Some of them yeah, are movie, movie dissection episodes at the ten dollar level. So you do get access to some of the cow movie dissection episodes, which, by the way, has access to those are movies with professional wrestlers in them. We discuss those movies, those episodes. If you don't sleep on those, if you're like, I don't have any Patreon content, I don't have any content to listen to. Sign up, check those out. I think our movie dissection episodes are some of the more underrated cow uh, properties, okay? At the $10 level, that gets you access to all of our bonus content, including every single cow movie club episode. And that also gets you access to our both eight-hour episodes, uh, annual episodes. So the, the value you get are, I never really push our archives, but like, especially in these times, if you're cleaning the house or something, $5 a month, $10 a month, that's it. You get access to, a, you can hear me fucking walk you through your whole fucking spring cleaning, baby. Uh, I don't really push that archive enough. So some people are messaging me like, what do I get? They want to sign up. So that's what it is. You get access to hours and hours of content. You will struggle to get through it all. And there's a couple podcasts I love that I pay for their archives. And let me tell you, like, it's a fucking blast to go back. You don't think you don't think that you would want to hear because you're like, oh, I want the most up to date ones. But go back, um, podcast I like. I'll give you an example: Pete and Sebastian podcast. I listened to that all the way to the beginning, um, before Sebastian Maniscalco is famous, really, and it's a blast. You hear him in reverse getting famous. You know, it's pretty cool. So uh, don't sleep on how cool podcasts are. Go back. I know some of you listening. You went back. Couple of you maniacs went back to the first cow episode, which man, one day I'll talk about that. Maybe I'll talk about that. I'll kick off the nine to five. Maybe if we do it this year, I'll talk about just the maybe like, the day I recorded that first episode, which is like kind of a trip where it is now. It's nuts, you know. I might, I might, maybe I'll create something where I do it on like Twitch or do a channel where I go back and re-listen to the episodes <laughs> of the pod from day one and just go through. What <laughs> you should just start like you know like just I'm congratulating ourselves on a good job well done. Like yeah. we'll go back and be like, yo, let's go Newman's greatest hits. Let's do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, that's it. That's it. Uh, we we said a lot. This episode was a fucking. I had a great time guys this, this was, was one of the best times i've ever had recording on this podcast easily <laughs> yeah. hands down oh man we really went all in winter um, war games and shravagans man it will do it to you uh, Newman, thanks for back. joining us man this, yeah that was what a blast man 
we had to bounce back from Shev's awful attitude last oh night. Oh my god, oh fuck my that guy. God. Oh my god. I'm still mad at him. I feel like he owes me an apology, but like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, like seriously, like I mean, he said some fucked up things to me for what? Like I don't, <laughs> I don't even know, know why. Because he didn't man. like him. He was on something. He was on something. We gotta go. Listen, uh, uh, not like drugs. I mean, he was on one. You know what I mean? All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Everybody, fucking tell people about the show. Help us out. We're putting so much work into this. And thank you to the smooth operator, Phil Pesapani, who's helping us push out Hit more it. content. Follow follow our YouTube channel. We're, our, we're turning the podcast more. It's edited more like a show now. So the show's become more of a visual medium. So everything. We're up in the operation. Support the podcast. I've told you a million times how to do that. No thank you to, to the smooth operator. smooth operator. All right, everybody. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Comedians of wrestling, I listen up.